Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I'm the engine, Brock Gordon. I am the main man, Tommy Haley. I am the emo that listens to Screamo, Macy Shear. And welcome back to another edition of Big Time Talkers, as this week's a little bit weirder for us because there's not really NFL to talk about. Kind of sucks. It's like 50% of what we did <laughs> this year. That's what a lot of people did. If they start a podcast, it's like, all right, let's just talk about football. Yeah, that's what brings in the money. But strangely enough, we've seen an uptick in viewership since football has ended. So make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> how are y'all doing this week? Doing good. It's good. Uh, eh? Could be back. Yeah, you always say that. Sorry, I just... You know, deal with, sorry not to offend anyone on here, but I deal with big dumb men all day who kind of like sit there and act like I can't do my job. Sorry. And the first bleep of the week goes to Macy. Sorry. But that like really grinds my gears. <laughs> you want to grind my gears? <laughs> it just, it does. It just, uh, it gets to me. Yeah, I can understand that. A um, little bit of an interesting flavor for the podcast this week. Uh, a lot of topics that we're going to be talking about. What was that? Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, was, that was my burp. I don't a know. demon just I possessed don't... Macy. God. Oh, as I was saying, we have an interesting uh, selection of topics to talk about this week because there is no football so we divert our attention to the other sports that are going on right now you know tommy Ew, other sports let me do that let tommy, me do one second oh, I think dinner's ready give me one second oh my lord uh tommy of course will be giving us a full breakdown of the most recent golf to happen this past week because i know he'll love to do that isn't that right i'm uncrustable Macy's eating an Uncrustable. I made burgers and mac and cheese for my family. I actually cooked tonight. Because I can't okay, cook. So, like, I ate, like, leftover Chinese food that I made last night. Because I didn't take my lunch to work with me. So I was starving when I got home. And now I'm kind of just snacking on some frozen Uncrustables. That's completely understandable. I think. And I had not smoked yet, so... Well, hey, let's save that for your podcast, CSP. Listen, there, there's plenty of that talk this past week. Oh. With your Q&A and stuff. So, we'll just leave it at that, won't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, bro, my go-to... For anything that has to do with that. Uncrustables. I don't know why. I, I mean, to each their own, I guess. For Uncrustables and Mountain Dew. Best. Okay. Have to take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're waiting for Tommy here, uh, Macy. Mm. Uh I was going to say it for your podcast, but right now it works because there's probably a bigger audience to hear it here. 
the reaction to your uh, placement of ACDC in the power rankings last week did not go over too well. Like, uh, at no. all. Of ACDC? Yeah, you had them third out of the four that were listed. People were not happy with that. For, for what? The four bands that I, that were given to you and you had to power rank them. Oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. So, people were pretty mad at you for that in this past week's CSP. That's fine. They can be mad. Sure enough, they were. You back to my life. Oh. No, go ahead, Macy. Oh, it's my life and I'll live it how I want to, Mom. Uh, nor I am... Neither am I a woman nor your mother. So, some big issues with that right there. Statement is factually incorrect. Mr. Haley, are you back? Yes, I am back. All right, now give us a full breakdown on golf this past week. Thank you. Uh, well, nothing really happened. I mean, the Saudi Golf League thing, I mean, Bryson is committed to PG, the PGA after saying he was going to leave for the Saudi Golf League. I don't know what's happening with Phil Mickelson. Quite frankly, no one does. Let's see, Genesis Invitational was this past week, I believe, if I look it up. Uh, Joaquin Neiman uh, won it at 19 under. That's pretty Next impressive. Day. It's pretty impressive, especially where they play. Where is it played at? Uh, LA Country Club. Okay. I Again, we, we've stated on here that I am a novice when it comes to golf knowledge, so... I suck at golf, so... Yeah, well... They play next week, or this coming week, they're at uh, they're doing their quote-unquote Florida swing, as they like to say it, starting with the Honda Classic in... Uh, Florida. Gee, I never would have guessed in the Florida swing that it'd be in Florida. Florida swing. They start at PGA National this week for the Honda Classic. One of my favorite tournaments. All right. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, that's good. Uh, how how much longer till the Masters? Uh, we got. Let's see. We got the rest of February, all of March. So a month. <laughs> April 7th is one of this. I don't so know how many. I can't so a month. count up to. A month-ish is what we're looking at? About a month-ish, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All of you that complain that we don't talk about enough golf, there you go. And for, like, the three of you that complain that we don't talk enough about NASCAR, uh, Austin Cindric won the Daytona 500. So there you go. That is all the NASCAR you're going to get out of me. They're making a left turn. They're making a left turn. Oh, they're making another left turn. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen next. Another left turn. Left turn. The wise words. And then a car crash. Oh, wow. Okay. The wise words of Jeff Dunham come to reality here on B-Card Entertainment's Big Time Talkers. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> Speaking of things yeah. that are lovely, 
It's now time for our top five of the week this week. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I wouldn't say it's pretty. Uh, diverse? Very. Hmm. Yeah, I would say, yeah, no, diverse is the better option. Because, <laughs> um... Well, out of the five major sports in North America, uh, all but one have had teams relocate in the last 20 years. Uh. 20, we'll call it 21, no, 20. 20, that'd be a good 20, I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah. Jets, or uh, Thrashers to Winnipeg to become the Jets. NFL had a slew of teams move recently. Uh, that would put Sonics to OKC, and that would put, uh, Expos to DC. So yeah, 20 years. A lot of movement, a lot of movement in our lifetime, which is kind of scary, honestly. <laughs> That's how it goes in that. American sports. Um, but yeah, so top, the top five we're doing is top five worst relocations. So these <laughs> are, um... Teams that were moved, but probably shouldn't have been, I guess. Be the correct term, correct usage, or the moves have completely backfired for one city more than the other. Okay. Or I kind of took it into terms of, like, what I thought was, like, a weird kind of, like, thing to do. Uh, or based off. Go ahead, Tanya. Like, kind of, like, do it... I kind of did it based off opinion. Is that, like, too... Um, I mean... Or... I took into a f- account different factors to mine. Uh, one... My number one was just how disastrous, disastrous it's been. Oh. Um... And I'll explain more when we get to it, but uh, who wants to go first with their top five worst relocations? Uh, I guess I'll go first. All right. Uh, before we start, how many honorable mentions do each of you have? It was hard. This one was decently tough to like find honorable mentions, so I have none. Macy, how many do you have? I have none as well, because I couldn't really find any of that, like, like stuck to me. Jesus Christ. Okay, I have five honorable mentions. So, oh, I will redacted, wait. redacted. No, nah, well, they will be redacted no more. Uh, Tommy, go ahead with your number five. My number five. Um, the Texas Rangers. Oh, so the or, Washington Senators it, to Texas, or the former Washington Senators leave Texas. And look where they are now. Yeah, I did uh, the original team name to the city, so. I said, I said Washington, I kind of like did like a little like flavor, like did flavor text. So I said, number five, Washington Senators go big and broke in Texas. Okay, so yours is more set up like a a blog post then. Kind of. Yeah, which I need to talk to you all about something afterwards regarding that. But anyway, uh, explain why it is your number five. I mean, it was just like, I mean, look what happened when they were, like, announcing that they were leaving. They literally, like, tore up 
what was it the stadium they were in uh, god i don't remember what it was at that point still it might have been rfk maybe i think it was RFK. but then like if you look at what happened like they just literally like tear up all the like tear up rfk who was the stadium's name editors put like a note saying i'm wrong i'll look it and up then, right now for you it, what happened to them when they were in Texas? They were just, they were just never good. Yeah, what was it, 2012? Wait, no, what year was it they went 2010, to the Rangers? 2010? Two, no, 2011, 2012. As I'd say, like, after 11, 12. Well, they've, they've been had, in the playoffs since. They've been in the playoffs since, but, like, couldn't get back. And look what happened this past season, just straight back to the cellar. I mean, I think that one's more on the ownership that they've had. Which is, yes, that's part of it, but still, though. Uh, Yes, I was correct. It was RFK that they were at before they moved. Look at me knowing that random fact. That's my, yep, that, that's my number five. All right, Macy, do you want to go next, or will, or will you let me? Either way. <clears throat> All right. Well, I will go next. And we're going to start in a town that is smaller than Kansas City, losing their team. My number five is the Quebec Nordiques to Colorado. Uh, oh, that's a good one. The city. I... Uh, go ahead, Tommy. That's your number five? That's my number five. I have. I'm coming strong on this one. Uh. The worst part about the move, I think, more than anything else, is how soon after the Nordiques won the Stanley Cup. I mean, it was not much longer afterwards that they actually won the Stanley Cup as the Avalanche. But there was a pretty hardcore fan base, and still is in Quebec City today, uh, that are still active and want them to come back and... uh, or at least an NHL expansion team. And yeah, it was the very first year they were in Colorado, they won the Stanley Cup. So, you have that ripped out of Quebec in a city that is small. It's pretty small. It's the second largest city in the the province of Quebec. But they just get their heart completely ripped out of them. They had a good team. They leave. And they went. You watch them win the Stanley Cup somewhere uh, else in another city. You good there, Macy? Yeah, I have to move. Uh, what way I'm sitting? Sorry. Okay, but yeah, that's why the Quebec Nordiques are my number five. They're moved to Colorado. Your thoughts, Tommy? I mean, that talking about you're coming out the gate swinging. Yep, and uh, number four is going to be swinging even harder for the fences. Uh, Macy, your thoughts on my number five? Mm. I, I didn't even know it was such team, so sorry. Uh, it's NHL, so it makes sense. Uh, your number five, Macy. Um. So I just personally, it made me feel sad for this team, just like how the they're like parade went for them so it'd be the rams like it's kind of like sad that like barely anyone showed up to like their like little parade thing and they're like in la 
Hey, Tommy, remember what I said last week on the podcast about them winning the Super Bowl and why they had the first parade at Disney? Why's that? You don't boo Mickey Mouse. They had a bigger showing for that than they did for the L.A. parade. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a solid one. Uh, it was one of the ones I revealed on, as one of the, thro- the obvious honorable mentions on Twitter. I don't have either of the recent NFL ones on my honorable mentions or my main list, so. No. Neither do I. I felt it was going to be taken by one of y'all, so. Uh-oh. No, I kind of, I was like, you know what, I probably shouldn't really do, like, modern day relocations. Like, I didn't really, I, like, thought, I'm like, should I do the Raiders going to Vegas? I'm like, no. Because that'd be, like, a cop-out kind of deal, you know? Define modern. Like, I said the Raiders going to Vegas. I know, but, okay, so that that's where you're capping is the most, three most recent uh, NFL moves are modern. NFL moves, like. I'm not saying the Chargers going to L.A. and leaving San Diego. Like, that kind of deal, you know? Yeah. All right. Uh, Mason, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Tommy, you're number four. Uh, My number four. It's kind of like a package deal. Okay. It it is the uh, Dodgers and Giants both leaving for California. I thought about putting that one on my honorable mentions, but I don't know. I feel like it wasn't that it didn't end up didn't being it ended up not being as bad for the cities as I you know, and they actually it kind of worked out for both teams, so that's kind of why they didn't make my list. At the time, it was like New York was like one of those cities that had like three baseball teams. You had the Dodgers, you had the Met, or you had the Dodgers, you had the Giants, you had the Yankees of their respective boroughs in New York. What borough were the? Giants in. Uh, I don't remember where the Giants were. They were because I feel like they, the New York. I feel like you always hear about the Dodgers and the Yankees from then. You don't hear a lot about the Giants because everyone forgets that the Giants were in uh, New York at the same time as the Dodgers and Yankees. I think they play at the Polo Grounds because that's where the uh, football Giants played. I don't know if you were... No, you're right. That's where they... Actually, that's where they did play. Yeah, so... That's, it's not really a borough of New York. That area. Well, I mean, the Dodgers had, like, Ebbets Field in Brooklyn. Yeah, but, like, the Dodgers, obviously, that's... You know. But, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, everyone realizes... Everyone, like, if you watch the... What is it? Like the Mets thirty that four part Mets thirty for thirty they did. That's why like the Mets are both uh, orange and blue is because of the teams that like the Giants left and the Dodgers left. Like, which is a nice tribute, which is cool. But like, yeah, that's, that's and the Mets logo the NY right, the NY the Mets use is similar to the ones that the Giants used. Yeah, and it's orange. So yeah, it's orange and blue, kind of like you know, yeah, the Dodgers and the. Giants. All right. Um, interesting. Interesting. Um, we're going to stay on the East Coast. Uh, but it's going to stay in hockey, though, for me. As my number four are the Hartford Whalers to Carolina. Hmm. This move has 
not really benefited anybody. <laughs> um, Hartford, the only thing it did was embolden Hartford to want to keep their team. There were poor attendance and terrible attendance when the Whalers were up in Hartford. They were in a, pretty, if we're being honest, pretty bad arena. And since their move to Carolina, I mean, beyond the 06 Miracle Run, or 05, I guess, would it be, when they won the Cup, there just hasn't been fan support in Carolina, which sucks, because right now they're a juggernaut. The only downside is they're in the same division as the Lightning and the Panthers, and the Panthers look like world beaters right now. Yeah, I would, yeah. I have to agree with that. But, I mean, it's it's one that has benefited nobody, plus the, literally, Hartford, the Whalers went from sharing an arena with an uh, NCAA basketball team to sharing an arena with an NCAA basketball team. Isn't that what Arizona's kind of doing right now? Well, hold that thought. We'll get to them eventually. What is Arizona about ready to do? Again, hold that thought. We'll get to that eventually. Uh, but yeah, Whalers to Carolina, it hasn't really benefited anybody. It <laughs> It's almost like they should have moved somewhere else. Or, no, I don't, if they would have stayed, I don't think it would have been, like, you know, they would have benefited from staying. No, exactly. They should have gone somewhere else other than Carolina. I mean, at that time that they moved, they were thinking about putting a team and, oh, uh, shit. Trying to remember, I think it it was another northeast city. I don't remember who it was. No, though now I'm blanking on it. But they were getting ready. To, there were other suitors in the northeast. I think Providence was one of them. Uh, but yeah, they settled on Carolina. So I know Houston was one of them. I mean, it, it works out now if you look at it. Kind of, even though they're in the same division with said Tampa and Florida. They still don't have the fan support. Because they're in Raleigh. They're not in Charlotte. If they were in Charlotte, it'd be completely different. I think they would have more fan support. The issue is is, is that you're in Raleigh. But is that the only issue? No, there's Uh-oh. plenty of other issues when it comes to the Hurricanes that we don't have time for. Uh, Macy, you're number four. Um... Mine is the Atlanta Braves. From Boston? Yes. Huh? Huh? I am confused. Why are they your number four? It seemingly has worked out pretty well for them. I know, but it's just, like, kind of weird. Because, like, I don't know. Like, they... We're in Boston at first, which, like, kind of makes sense, because Boston Braves, like... Alliteration? Yeah. I just, I don't know. The Atlanta Braves isn't, like, really, like... So, for you, it's more the name that you have an issue with. Yeah, it's more of the name than anything. Some of these are, like, personally... So, like, I don't know how I judged off of, like, how I felt about the moves and stuff. It was, like, kind of, like, personal, and some were more, like... Base. Yeah, I'll just say it's more personal. Actually, towards- okay, so I was incorrect. They weren't the Boston Braves when they moved to Atlanta. They were the Milwaukee Braves. Yeah, it was. 
Well, it said first in Boston, moved to Milwaukee. Milwaukee in the fifties, and then to Atlanta in the sixties. Yep. I don't know. It's an interesting pick. I just I don't know if that would be on mine because they've for me they've had fan support when they left Milwaukee. Milwaukee wasn't what they are now. I mean, God, yeah, look at well, how like, crazy they're going over the Brewers now since the Brewers rejoined well, the league. I mean, it's it's a it's a bad mood move for them. It's just like kind of like different. I guess I don't know. All <sighs> right, Tommy, you're number three. Oh, it's probably on your list. We're almost say it. Uh, the original Baltimore Colts leaving in the middle of the night for Indy. That is not on my list. Really? I thought that would be on your list. Bo- no, it ended up benefiting both cities. I, granted, I know it's now benefiting both cities. Yeah, that's why it's not on my list. Like, my number, my dude, my number five and four are way more egregious than your three. At the time, literally, Ursay packing up the entire Colt, like the Baltimore Colts, in Mayflower trucks and leaving in the middle of the night to leave for Indy is just ugh, despicable. I mean, it is. I mean, I'm not excusing it, but I don't see it as a bad move. I feel like it's gone pretty well for both cities. Both have Super Bowl championships. One is two, and it's a team that left. Which is, yeah, which is crazy so to think. So they lost their team and ended up having two Super Bowls out of it, so. I, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a pick that more people would figure out than my number three, but I don't know. If we're thinking egregious moves that have not benefited any cities, it's my number three. This well, you didn't really. No, go ahead. <laughs> You said like the like, but just just relocation. You didn't really specify. You didn't really specify. It said it had to benefit both cities. No, like, I, stuff I know. like that. I know. I thought that's where you were going to be going with it. No, I mean I just went off a of personal preference of like where it's just like fair enough. Yeah, one team. Yeah, both cities kind of benefited, but then there was like, oh yeah, this one kind of was like, screw you to this city and like all that. But like, no, I mean. I mean, with my Nordiques, it's my number five, the Nordiques. It was literally just plucking them out of being a playoff contender and gifting the team that you moved to a Stanley Cup, so. So, I mean, okay. Uh, My number three has not worked out for either city at all. Uh, my number three is the Kansas City Kings to Sacramento. Huh. Holy cow. You want to talk about something that is completely blown up in the face of the NBA. This franchise has pretty much just been cursed from their existence. Is it you kind of took one of mine. Oh, did I? Is that on your list? Yeah. What number? Two. Okay. Uh, well, gonna... only because... Go ahead. Well, only because I feel like, you know, uh, Kansas City kind of, like, deserves a basketball team. I mean, we can go over it next week for our uh, top five, which I'll reveal what it is, because that kind of ties into it. Um, mm. But 
There, I don't know. I'll get to it more. Um, yeah, this move just hasn't benefited either team. What were you going to say, Tommy? Weren't they in? So were do they still are they in Sacramento? Yes, they're still in Sacramento. Yeah, it was like one year they played in like Long Beach or something like that. Or am I just saying? Um, I no, they do were not in Rochester. They start off as Ro- Rochester Royals and then Cincinnati, Cincinnati Royals. Omaha, Kansas City Kings, Kansas City yeah. Kings, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, since the 1980s. Also, they played a few home games in St. Louis for a brief span of time as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and the Kings have had about the same amount of success that they've had in Sacramento over a longer period of time than they did in Kansas City, where the biggest accomplishment for both were making a Western Conference Championship appearance, and that's it. I was about to say, I'm like, they just have that Western Conference appearance, and I'm like, that's about it. Yeah, Sacramento has that one, and you know which one we're talking about. It's one where they got screwed. And then Kansas City, they got one and lost to the Rockets in 1981, I do believe, and then lost to the, or 83. (sighs) Damn it, now I'm questioning it. All right, Kansas City, it was 81 is when they went. They lost to the Rockets in the 81 playoffs. Uh, those Rockets, I do believe, would go on to lose the finals. They lose to Boston that year? Yes, that was one of the, uh, that was during the, late, getting ready to start the Lakers versus Boston rivalry. But, so... When they were the when they were in Kansas City, the Kings made one, two, three, four, five playoff appearances from nineteen seventy two to nineteen eighty five. Uh, in that span, the Sacramento Kings have made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So double that from eighty five till present day. So, also attendance is still pretty terrible there in Sacramento. I mean, the team's always bad, so that kind of... doesn't help. Again, that's inept, just being inept at the management level. Uh, Macy, you're number three. Um, just because I grew up in New Mexico and, like, everything was, like, just closer to it, uh... It'd be the Oakland Raiders moving to being the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. I thought you were going to say L.A., but okay. Oh, well, that too. I don't think L.A. needed that many freaking teams. All right. I mean, it's a common one I think most people know. Uh, yeah, and hearts. like they'd been they'd been the Oakland Raiders for a while, so like Yeah. Majority of their history. Yeah. Yeah, and like there's not really the only thing other than that for Oakland around New Mexico is either just doing the Texas teams. So The Cardinals? Oh yeah, and the Cardinals. I forget that Arizona's so close to New Mexico. How it borders it! It's right next to the... St- okay, nope, I'm not... Nope. Tommy, you're number two. 
My number two. The Seattle Supersonics leaving for Oklahoma City. Ah, that was my number six. So that was my first honorable mention. You had... If you watched The Last Dance, you saw how good Seattle was. They were good. They were really good. In the West, in the Western Conference, like there's nothing need to say less. Them yeah. just leaving for Oklahoma City, just downright. Which is such a weird move. Like so, out of all so the weird. cities that were available, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, St. Louis, Vegas. You know, granted, it is Montreal. Like, you had options. Virginia, yeah. Baltimore. But, like, them, I mean, they had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. People forget James Harden played for Oklahoma City because they don't recognize him without a beard. He had kind of a beard playing for them in the finals against the Heat. Kind of. Kind of. But he didn't have the beard he has today. No. He's also a lot skinnier back then. That, too. A lot of people forget that Harden was on the team. Plus, I mean, they were good for that stretch. Now they're just... They're dog water now. Yeah, they're just straight dog water. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Just wow. So, uh, Supersonics to Kansas or to Oklahoma City is your number two. Correct. <sighs> My number two, we're going to go back over to the gridiron. In a uh, one that kind of... Almost did a complete salting of the earth to the team that uh, left, to the city, my bad, to the city that it left. Mine is the Houston Oilers to Tennessee. Mm. They were a playoff team. They had Warren Moon. Who, the Oilers? Yes. Problem is, they had to deal with Pittsburgh during the 70s, especially. Well, Okay, but when they moved, it was the 90s. That's true, but still, though. They came in. When they moved, it was right in the middle of those Bills teams. They still yes. left, and Bud Adams wanted to leave. He said, give me a brand new stadium or I'm gone. And he left. They didn't care. They were... The city didn't care. You literally just sent off everyone that mattered so you could leave. And that's what they did. They went to Memphis, which, God, that, holy cow. That's right. I forget they first moved to Memphis. Then Boy. they went to Nashville. Boy, that, uh, <laughs> that experiment ended well. God. So I, I don't mean to do shameless plugs here, but for those who are listening, if you want to learn more about that go watch the urinating tree video about the houston oilers really good video highly recommend it it is it is but yeah houston oilers to tennessee um i really wonder what would have happened if when the oilers went we we're finally playing in Nashville, but had to play in Vanderbilt Stadium. If there still wasn't uh, fan support for them, what they would have done? Like when they first, like when they first moved to Tennessee. No, so like after 
after they were in Memphis, and that was all, then obvious disaster. Because, you know, that's three hours away. And they finally made it to Nashville, which is where they are at currently, and reside. If they were... Their stadium wasn't built yet. Nissan Coliseum wasn't built yet. So they had to play two seasons at Vanderbilt Stadium. There in Nashville. That's a pretty small venue. It's one. It, I, I do believe it is the smallest in the SEC. Which granted, That's almost... I mean, which granted, it's the SEC, it, with the exception of Vanderbilt Stadium, all of them are eighty thousand plus seat stadiums. So, well, if I'm not mistaken, I know it's when did they move? Like I know this was during the nineties, but like I know this is most recently. Like when I know it's not a relocation, but when like Minnesota had their stadium was getting their stadium built, they had to play at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. But that's comparable to an NFL-sized stadium. But still, though, it was a smaller stadium. It was outdoors, too. Yeah. So that was a the Vikings. Yeah, but my point is, when they were at Vanderbilt, and there was, if they went, you know, when they went to Vanderbilt, and if there still wasn't people who wanted to come to the games, what they would have done then? Would they be the San Antonio Oilers right now? Would they be the Los Angeles Oilers right now? Like... What would have happened? That's my question. Good, the worst question. part was they were building a really good team during all this, and they just had to suffer through it all. So, but yeah, my number two is the Oilers to Tennessee. Macy, you said yours was the Kansas City Kings to Sacramento? Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add on to it? No. No? All right. Tommy, review your previous four before saying your number one. All right. So to review, I said my number five was the Washington Senators to Texas. leading for Texas into the Rangers. Mm-hmm. My number four was the Giants and Dodgers both going west to California. Uh, number three was uh, the Colts to Indianapolis. And then my number two were the Supersonics leaving for Oklahoma City out of all the places they could have chose. Yeah. And then my number one, Cleveland leaving for Baltimore. The original Cleveland Browns leaving for Baltimore. Wow, there is one I am very surprised is not on your list. What is it, Sam? Exposed to D.C. See, I wanted to do that, but I'm like, hmm. It's like, nah. I am genuinely shocked by that. The original, that's how I said the original Cleveland Browns. Yes, leaving for not, the, not the current ones. Not the current ones. The that 99 was on Browns. Yes. They straight up, our model was like, build me a new stadium. Which his reasoning was fine. I mean, like. It was solid the, reasoning, but it's the same reasoning that Stan Kroenke gave. It's like, build me a new stadium. Or I'm leaving. Same thing that Bud Adams said. He basically said, build me a new stadium or I'm leaving. And he did. Because if you... The Cleveland baseball team, because I'm not going to say their name. The Guardians? Cleveland baseball team. I hate that name. Cleveland Spiders. Spiders. There, that's better. The spider. I mean, the Spiders got the J, or Progressive Field now. Yep. In downtown Cleveland. I mean, the Cavs have the Q... Like, what is it now? Is it still Quicken the Q? Loans. Huh? 
I do believe it is still the Quicken Loans Arena. So like it's called like the Q, right, or something like that. Yeah, it's short for Quicken Loans. Yeah. I mean, they have those too. I mean, like, and look what it was doing. It was bringing people into downtown Cleveland, making money, all that kind of stuff. And then Art Modell was kind of stuck in uh, Cleveland State, whatever the Cleveland name of the stadium Municipal was. Stadium. Yeah, Cleveland Municipal Stadium. I mean, they were stuck there. It was getting old, very run down. Yes. Yes. Like, like, I, I mean, like, his reasoning was, like, justified. Yeah. But the city, for some reason, kind of... Here's the thing. Like, if you watch the 30 for 30, what is it called? Like, Cleveland? You yes. can't really... If it's, like, the city's fault or, like, you know, the model, like, our models in them fault. But, like, if you... So, if you actually watched it, it just shows you how passionate the city of Cleveland is with their sports teams. Yeah, they're very passionate. Very. And I mean very passionate. Hell, like, their very last game in Cleveland, they were tearing seats out of the stadium. Yep. Yeah, they were. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's my number one. Cleveland leaving for Baltimore, and then in two, what was it, two thousand? Yeah, very like the very the same year that the Browns came back. Yeah, the same year the Browns come back, they went the Ravens. They're now the Ravens. They win a Super Bowl. Have you heard some of the proposed names for the uh, Baltimore team, though? What was it? Oh my God! So there, there were the Ravens, obviously. Yeah. The Stallions? Because okay. they were still bitter about the Colts, I guess. The Bombers? And I think the other one was the Crabs. The Crabs. Because, you know, Maryland Crabs, you know. Oh, yeah, Old Bay season in. Yep, all that. That actually would have been a cool name. The, the Bombers! bombers. You had the Bombers as an option. Not the Crabs. You had the Crabs as the option. That's an awesome name. I mean, I like the Ravens, so. Uh, yeah, no, the Ravens stick. No, yeah, that's no other number. team's using a name like that, so. Yeah. I think you know why they're not use any teams using the name the Crabs, so. Yeah, obviously. All right. Uh, my previous four were the Nordiques to Colorado to become the Avalanche. Hartford Whalers to Carolina become the Hurricanes. Kansas City Kings to Sacramento. Houston Oilers to Tennessee to become the Titans. And my number one. Tommy, it's no shy thing that I want an NHL team in Kansas City, is it? Made yeah. It pretty obvious. I swear to God, if you have the same one as me, I'm going to freaking jump off the roof. Uh, this team, as Tommy hinted to, um, is having to move stadiums again because of the sheer idiotic, idiotic move made by the NHL back in the 90s and by Gary Bettman's stubbornness to keep this team here. My number one is the, ori the original Winnipeg Jets to Arizona. Oh, okay. What the hell is your number one? Oh, I think I actually might know what it is. No, there's nothing worse than this one. This is the the 
The gift that keeps on taking a massive dump on your face. Beyond one year, the Arizona Coyotes have not gotten over the top half of the league in attendance. One year. You want to know the one year they did that, Tommy? What happened? What happened when they did that? What year? 2011. You want to know what happened the next year? They had 46 points. You make they made one run at the cup and that's it. And, and when I say at the cup, they made it to the Western Semis and then got smacked by the Kings. Cuz the bad thing is for the Coyotes when they were good, it was right in the middle of that dynasty that the West had with the Blackhawks and Kings winning every other year except for one year where Boston won the cup. The move to Arizona has done nothing but just been horrendous for the league. The league is bleeding money because they own part of the team. And it all around, they now have to go to a 5,000-seat arena. Guaranteeing them being at the bottom of NHL uh, attendance. That's tough. And they have to share it with an... College is the worst part. Like, yeah, the Hurricanes share theirs with the college, but at least the owner of the team owns the venue. Which is a surprising thing. I'm like, wow, they actually own it? They don't have to have the college pay for it? That's surprising. Well, the Hurricanes owner is loaded, so... (laughs) There is that. But... And I mean, with the Avalanche, they're bought by the Cronkies, so. So Stan Cronky owns them, too. Oh, yeah. But out of all of these on the list, Nordiques to Colorado, have a cup. Whalers to Carolina, have a cup. Kings to Sacramento, listen, they at least have decent atten- a decent enough attendance that they're not an embarrassment on the league. Oilers to Tennessee have been to a a uh, Super Bowl. The Jets to Arizona is the only time where the team has actually fallen off harder getting to the city they were in than before. Out of all my options here that I've given, oh. to the Coyotes need to get moved and moved fast, if not completely contract. Then you. To move away from the entire state of Arizona because it showed that they have absolutely zero fan base there. There is all. no interest in hockey in Arizona. Well, there is some, but no, there's there's nothing. You're getting outdrawn on a nightly basis, some nights, by high school basketball in the state of Arizona. That's pathetic. And that's going to show even more when you go to that 5,000-seat arena, and there are still empty seats. Okay, it wouldn't surprise me to, like, like to show, like, like uh, shots to see the stadium where it's, like, not even, like, full. Like, you have a 5,000-seat arena, how? On a college campus. On a college campus, and you're still in, at the very bottom of the attendance list. Well, they'll have to be, because they got a 5,000-seat arena. 
Well, I mean, yeah, but, st- but even, even percentage though- of the state, even percentage of the arena full, they're still going to be at the bottom. Like the Panthers have shown, the Florida Panthers have shown the past few years. No matter how good your team is, if you're in a city that doesn't care about hockey, they won't come. Oh yeah, if they don't care about hockey at all, they they won't. Perfect they examples not. for you. Panthers in the playoffs recently, barring their first cup run against the uh, Avalanche where the Avalanche won. They don't show up. Um, Anaheim Ducks in the playoffs, Western Conference Championship against the or against the Nashville Predators. They couldn't sell out the venue. They got it to a half full one night for one of the games. You want to know what time that game started here in Kansas City? Ten. Started at ten. That means it started at eight over there. You couldn't fill it up? On a Friday? In Anaheim? But the worst of all is Arizona. Because pretty much the only thing populating the stands at Arizona games are the opposing team. It's even shown even worse when someone from the Sharks, the Kings, the Blackhawks, the Blues, hell, the Minnesota Wild, the Dallas Stars. When Dallas Stars fans are outnumbering you at a hockey game and you're the home team, there's something wrong with you. Because there is no fan base in Dallas pretty much for the Stars either. They're on my honorable mentions. Macy, your previous four before you give your number one. Um, it'd be the Rams from... St. Louis to LA? Just anywhere. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Braves from being the Boston Braves. Um, to Milwaukee to Atlanta? You mean Milwaukee? What? I mean Milwaukee. Oh yeah, Milwaukee. Boston. Sorry, Milwaukee, and then um, Oakland to being the LA Raiders. You mean the um, Vegas Raiders? The what? The Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got lost for a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> that sounds so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, the Sacramento Kings okay. for the same reason why. And then um, the number my one. top number one is the Kansas City Scout to being the New Jersey Devils. Well, I mean, they went to Colorado first. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah? Yeah, yeah. so the Scouts were in Kansas City for two years. Uh, left, went to Colorado, became the Col- the original Colorado Rockies for mm-hmm. two, three years, and then moved to New Jersey. It's worked out pretty yep. well for the Devils. No, it did. Multiple, well, multiple Stanley Cups appearances and multiple Stanley Cups. Say so it's worked out pretty well for them. Yeah, I'm just salty that, like, that could have been our team. Like, we could have had a hockey team here. Uh, well, we do have a hockey team here, but they're the ECHL. Um, yeah. But, that yeah. Been like... 
Um, is that all you have? Oh, yeah. I don't have any honorable mentions. I just okay. I couldn't really... All right, here are my honorable mentions. I'll get the ones that we've already that have been mentioned out of the way already. Scouts to Colorado, uh, Sonics to Oklahoma City, Expos to DC. Here we go. Here are some obscure ones for you. Uh, the Hawks to Atlanta. They were in St. Louis. They had a pretty good fan base there. They just left because because Atlanta's a bigger market. Uh, the Buffalo Braves to San Diego. Do either one of you know who the Buffalo Braves are? What are you talking about? Oh, wait. I... Buffalo Braves to San Diego. And then that same team moving from San Diego to Los Angeles to become the Los Angeles Clippers. That's right, folks. The Clippers... Started in Buffalo as the Braves. Yeah, I, I I always forget that they started in Buffalo. It's a weird... That was part of the weird portion of NBA history, honestly. Uh, other ones on the list. Uh, the Lakers to Los Angeles from Minneapolis. That is why they are the Lakers. Oh, ow. And my final one is the Minnesota North Stars to Dallas. <laughs> Uh, oh, also the California Golden Seals to Cleveland to become the Cleveland Barons. NHL's had some weird moves. I'll just say that. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, next week, it's top five. Are y'all ready for this one? Yes. Next week's top five is top five cities that should have a sports team. So... As Macy mentioned, Kansas City, NBA, NHL, as an example. And then as a little twist on this, I want you to give them a name. A na- okay. So, kind of like what me and Tommy did with the uh, MLB expansion franchise, or, yeah, expansion franchises, kind of something like that. Sound good to y'all? Mm, sure. Sure. All right, that is next week's top five. Uh, it's now time for the MIP of the week this week. I think uh, I might have one. Not a lot of candidates this week, if we're being honest. Am I the only I one that feels I might that? Have one. I have one. Oh, you uh, do now? I just. Huh? You do have one now? Yeah, I was looking through uh, some stuff. And then I found one that I, like, overread. All right. And so do you want to go first, then? Since yep. I'm pretty sure me and Tommy have the same, if not similar, ones. Sorry. I was listening to what my parents were fucking bullshitting about. Again, the beeps go to Macy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so my MIP of the week goes to a New York City high school teacher... Uh, there's a video that is captured of that teacher for slamming a 14-year-old girl against a wall. Huh. Wow. That is, uh... Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, Tommy, you ready to say ours? I'll start. 
Okay. I think it... Do you remember the year 2016? Uh, yeah. Yes, I, I was a, depending on the time of year, either a sophomore or junior in high school. Remember how awesome the dunk contest was that year? No, because I was probably at a wrestling meet. Dude, the dunk contest in 2016, I mean, you've seen videos of it. Yes. Now, right? Yes, I've seen it. It is amazing. It's one of the greatest of all time. Not this year. Oh, boy, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. When How bad I... was it? Oh, it was uh, I, I think I would rather watch paint dry. Really? Yes. Yeah. I would rather huh. watch tennis than... The yeah, I would. Contest. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good app example. I would rather have watched tennis than the dunk contest. Jeez, it was so bad. I would rather have watched a fifteen-hour compilation of highlights of Cam Newton than the dunk okay. contest. Okay. I would. Uh, I would. Pro- so, if it's that bad, I probably would have rather watch the Tom Brady documentary than watch it. Oh, oh that's coming up. I know Tommy's picking that one for us to watch. What, the man in the arena one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not having you guys watch that. Okay. We'll get to that later, but in our review of this week and how we're doing reviews going forward. Oh, I hear Macy's dog. Yeah, sorry, that's Smush. Making her appearance here on BTT as opposed to CSP. Yeah. Being a little snorty dog. Uh, Tommy has the NBA dunk contest. I have NBA All-Star Weekend. Just in general? Yes, because it was terrible. Oh, then I guess I can use this one, because I thought you guys had this basketball one. What? So I guess I can use this one instead of that one about the teacher. Okay, what do you have? Um, the Michigan coach uh, starting oh. that brawl. She's talking about Juwan Howard. All right, Tommy, we lose. She wins. That that's easily it. Yeah. Yep, Juwan Howard's the MIP of the week this week. Okay, I didn't know if like one of you guys had already had it. I but totally it's forgot like, in my about back it. Pocket. I totally really? forgot about it because of the NBA All-Star Week. Weekend was just uh, so bad. But so not as bad gonna, as this. We're going to do this right now. Out of the four major sports in North America and the leagues, we're going to power rank the four, the four of them in their All-Star Weekend slash Pro Bowls. Uh, Tommy, you go I first. I don't watch a whole lot of sports. Well... I personally, my favorite is MLB All-Star Weekend. Okay, number two? Number two? I mean, the NHL? Yep, number three? It would definitely be the uh, NBA. And then Pro Bowl is your final one? Yes. Uh, MLB, NHL. Uh, Based off the last few years, I'm going to put Pro Bowl and NBA All-Star Weekend together at the bottom. Uh, no, uh-uh, you can't do that. Dude, they're both so bad. I don't watch yeah. them anymore. 
can't do that though. You can't group them. All right, I guess I'll give NBA All Star ahead of the Pro Bowl because I do enjoy when there is a good dunk contest. But yeah, that's not about it. it. That's it. That's Let's literally not. it. Uh, Macy, you. Me. Yep. I don't watch a whole lot of like other sports besides like football and like some college basketball. Okay, fair enough. So, sorry. All right, it is now time for the trivia question this week. Are you all ready for the trivia question? Yes. Sure. All right. With the NHL's stadium series game being played this weekend between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Nashville Predators, what NHL All-Star game is the most attended game? A, the 2020 Winter Classic between the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators. B, the 2014 Winter Classic between the Detroit Red Wings and the Toronto Maple Leafs. C, the 2015 Stadium Series between the Los Angeles Kings and the San Jose Sharks. D, the 2019 Winter Classic between the Boston Bruins and Chicago Blackhawks. Or E, the 2008 Winter Classic between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Buffalo Sabres. Can you repeat the question again? What team, or what outdoor NHL game is the most attended game in history? I want to say... Can you repeat the answers, please? A, 2020 NHL NHL Winter Classic, Dallas Stars versus Nashville Predators. B, 2014 Winter Classic, Detroit Red Wings versus Toronto Maple Leafs. C, 2015 Stadium Series game between the Los Angeles Kings and the San Jose Sharks. D, the 2019 Winter Classic between the Boston Bruins and the Chicago Blackhawks. Or E, the 2008 Winter Classic between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Buffalo Sabres. I'm going to go with uh, the... Was it B, Red Wings, and Maple Leaves? All right. Macy? I'll do C. Kings and Sharks? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here are the stadiums that they are in before I reveal the answer. And I think you'll yeah. be able to guess where they're, who won or which is the correct answer off this. Oh, no. I know I'm correct. Do you? Yeah. Did you look it up? Oh, because I already know it. All right. Uh, Winter Classic between Dallas and Nashville was in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Detroit versus Toronto was in the Big House in Michigan and Ann Arbor. Stadium Series between Kings and Sharks was in Levi Stadium. Bruins Blackhawks in the 19 Winter Classic was at Notre Dame Stadium. And the first ever Winter Classic between the Penguins and Sabres were at Ralph Wilson Stadium. The answer is B. Do you want to guess how many people were at that game? Wasn't it like 110,000 or something like that? Uh, Close. Very close, actually. The official attendance was 105,491. This year's Winter Classic is being played at Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. As the Predators take on the Lightning. Me and Tommy were almost going to go to that game. 
We were this close. We're this close to greatness. Back to big time. Talker, sorry about that quick little break there that we had to take. Uh, some stuff came up. It is now time for our review of our documentary this week. This is the first time we've ever actually uh, done a documentary review here on the BTT. <laughs> good lord, you good there, Macy? Good. Yeah, my dog is trying to knock over my gate. Sorry. Okay. So I'm like, and to politely be like, do not. Uh, this week we reviewed a documentary that I enjoy a lot. We watched Crimes and Penalties, the story of the Dansbury Trashers. It is uh, so, free to watch well, on Netflix. You, it's called like this. It's a, it's like it's like a documentary series called like Untold. Yeah, Untold the- Crimes and Penalties. But if you type in crimes and penalties, it'll come up. Oh, yeah. No, obviously. But uh, before we get into the review itself, going into finer, quote-unquote, details, uh, overall thoughts on the documentary, guys? This was my what? I believe my... This was, I think, my third time watching it. This was my fourth. Yeah, this was my third time watching it. I'm like, God, this this doc is still so good. It is. Uh, This was my first time. Uh, thoughts on it? Um, so, like, it takes a cer- certain type of documentary to keep me interested. Mm-hmm. I tr- I had to force myself to keep interested, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can talk about some broader nick p- or points as to plus and minus after we talk, or after we go through it, what they could have done better, uh, what... They did good, but you'd rather they expanded on a little bit more. Um, so just some general uh, beginning of the documentary. We are in, immediately introduced to the two key figures of the documentary. Two two of the main key figures. Uh, Jimmy Galante and AJ Galante were the owners of the Dansbury Trashers. Um... I'm just going to ask you guys your thoughts right now. Thoughts when you first saw AJ in the documentary? Like... AJ? Yeah, like, the son. Uh, like, I'm like, okay. I thought, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. Um, I thought he, he... He came off as a douchebag. I mean... No, I have to... That was, like, my first time. I'm like, wow, he really just... Radiates douchebag energy, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, so like, and then when you got into the story, and I saw what he looked like as that, like, a, like young kid, I was like, this little like, what this like little tiny kid turned into that big of a douchebag. Uh, we'll get to it. Uh, we'll get more into that as we go on, but uh. Uh, immediate thoughts when you f- saw Jimmy Galante for the first time. He didn't, he didn't look like he'd be in the mob or anything like that. Or <laughs> okay. Okay, that's a stretch. Oh my that god. <laughs> Tommy, were you thinking the same thing I was thinking when we saw him for the <laughs> first time? Right. This, I saw him like, oh my god, he's a mob boss. <laughs> oh, okay, yep. I'm just saying. I propose that he does own a trash business. <laughs> as soon as he said, I own tr- I'm in waste management, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, let's see, we're in Upper Northeast, I'm like, we're in Connecticut. Near New York. 
I'm like, mm, of course, trash, obviously. Um, but yeah, so that's how he got his money was in the trash business. Um, I do have some uh, little points here as we go through the documentary. Uh, we're introduced to the players and well, the players, the key figures. So Jimmy Galante, AJ Galante, the owner of the or the uh, commissioner of the UHL. Some of the players just get some quick little snippets from them. The I've equipment seen... manager. Yeah, we'll get to him when we get there. Uh, <laughs> Good God. He's something else. He, like I said, when we get to him, I'll, I'll get your thoughts. Um, I have some notes for you. So the Dansbury Ice Arena, where the uh, Trashers play, seats 2,500 people for hockey. So it's a decent-sized venue. Decently sized? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the United Hockey League, uh, that was the name of the league that the Trashers played in. Um, they were on the same level, third tier of uh, minor league hockey for the NHL. They were like, in baseball terms, they were like the double A? Double A, yeah. Now it's completely different. Now it's basically... You know, you have NHL, which is obviously, you know, MLB equivalent. AHL, which is AAA. ECHL, which is AA. And then you have everything else, which is uh, single A. Or independent league. Um, So I have a quote here from AJ talking about his childhood where he realized that he wasn't raised the same way as the other kids. Oh, yeah, your dad's a freaking mob boss. Of course you're not. Yeah, but he didn't know that. Uh, I mean, I get that. But, like, you would have think... So, there's also a scene where he talks about his, like, having WWE wrestlers at his birthday party. We'll get there. Oh, I have have a note on that. We'll get there. Uh, It's after this, uh, this quote from him, you know, and it's the teacher asking all the kids there at school in the class, you know, what are some lessons that you've learned? I heard this, and I just, in my back of my mind, I'm like, let's go. So the quote is, quote, you don't rat on anybody, and you be a stand-up guy. Is it bad I agree with that? No, I, I'm like, I was like, some pretty good advice. Yeah, but after I heard that, I was like, yeah, his dad's a mob boss. Like, <laughs> that's definitely something that somebody, like, tells you. This kid, he, God. Yeah, he's a mob boss. He was at the trash yard every summer and he would sell lemonade and donuts and would get his dad donuts every day. That was his job. Like, I thought that was so cute and sweet. Sorry. It is. No, like, it was. Like, Actually, was pretty though, not gonna lie. It tugged at my heartstrings. I was like, aww. Um, murder people. How adorable. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, a murder people. How adorable. Um, Jimmy Galante gets taken down for a year for tax fraud, which, why is it always mobsters get busted on tax, tax fraud? Tax fraud? Yeah. Tax fraud? Yeah. That, Al Capone. You know like, there are plenty of options, but. You know, that is actually a really good question. Like, how come it's always tax fraud? Like, I get it. That's kind of, you know, I guess an easy one to get them on, but. 
And then, yeah, right before we find that out, Tommy, you were saying about the birthday party. This man had, let's see, Triple H. WWE wrestling stars. WWF. China. Wait, hang on. Start over the list. Again, these, these weren't small names. This wasn't like, you know, Mark Marrow and... He had The Rock. The Rock, Triple H, Billy Gunn, Honky Tonk Man, China. That was it, actually, if I'm not mistaken. No, those are the only ones that were shown, but it's one of those that's like, good <laughs> lord. I was like, hmm, all right. Because if <laughs> China and Triple the way Triple H was dressing, that's 98, so The Rock was either just about to win the title or was about to win the WWF Championship. I think he was about to yeah. win it. Because, so that means uh, Triple H and The Rock were having a feud for the IC title. At that time. By, by this time the video, this home video was out? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh god. <laughs> I love the fact that they had home video, so that was cool. Oh yeah, it was great. Oh yeah, no, yeah it was awesome. No one does home videos anymore. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, I also do like the reason why AJ got into hockey. Because I feel like that's, if you ask a lot of current day NHL players, that's probably the same reason that they would give. What, to be the bad guy? No, the Mighty Ducks. That's oh. why he got into hockey. I don't think, I think it's lost on the majority of people. How influential Mighty Ducks was to hockey. Oh, have you seen like the new TV one, like the the new one they did, like the remake they did, or like? No, I have not. No, the no Disney nothing's Plus. as good as the original. The Disney Plus show that they did, or whatever no, it was. No, I haven't. Mm. Good, good. Don't watch it. Good, good. It's a good thing you haven't seen it. Just don't watch it. I watched the animated cartoon that Disney Channel put out well, back I mean, in the 90s. Okay, well, oh, I love that movie. Well, that's acceptable. No, the you know, animated cartoon. The animated cartoon. Yeah. I'm talking about the new one they did. I'm talking about the animated cartoon. I watched that. That is pure cheesy 90s uh That was cartoons. the greatest. My, I love that movie. It's a I had it on VHS. But yeah, that's why he got into hockey. Um... So he became a goon, because sure. And he was also a backyard wrestler. This is AJ that we're talking about here. AJ <laughs> Galante. Tell me your thoughts when you saw backyard wrestling happening there. Oh, I was like, okay. So the guy definitely likes Mick Foley, though. <laughs> Mick Foley, Stone Cold, the Hardys. Dude, he Dude I think he... No, he Triple actually H. had, like... Stone Cold as well. Oh yeah. Um, were you? Did you ever do backyard wrestling as a no. kid? No. No, because I was always lo I would always lock my brother in a sharpshooter. <laughs> I don't have the footage anymore, but me and Elena worked a match against each other in our basement. Oh, I I got bullied by my cousins, so I was always the person be getting beaten up. Oh. Actually, I would have wrestling match like like straight matches with like my cousins as well. 
Yeah. Oh no, I. Yeah, that I think that was something that a lot of us guys did as a kid. I mean, like when, like you, if you watch WWE as like a kid, it's like, do not try this at home. You're definitely gonna be like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna try that shit at home. <laughs> they say, do not try this at home. And meanwhile, I got a, I'm hitting a pedigree on my sister. Literally, literally giving room. my brother a tombstone pile driver and all that. <laughs> my sister snapping off a hurricane rana on me. <laughs> I wish I was athletic enough to do a Frankensteiner. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you could or not. Um, but, so Edge is playing hockey. He gets hurt his senior year. He can't play hockey anymore. So Jimmy Did buys he? him a, a, a hockey team. <laughs> 17 years old. 17 years old. GM of a hockey team. I... <laughs> Um, he wanted the team to be a mix of pro wrestling and the Mighty Ducks. Sure. Which, like, I don't know how you're going to do that, because, like, I don't know. The Mighty Ducks weren't really the bad guys here. No. Well, here's the thing that people forget, like, AJ kind of did his research when it came to... Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there as to that. Um... But the name Trashers Trash. came up because of his dad. The <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I like the logo. No, no, dude, the logo's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so AJ's like, is trying to put this team together and he needs hockey advice. So he goes to his middle school hockey coach, Tommy T-Bone Pompicello. That was one heck of a uh, an Italian name there. And this is one heck of an Italian man. I was like, I was literally like, man, that man has so much Italian pride. Did he have? Was he bald or did he still have a ponytail in the interviews? I think he was bald. Okay, because it wouldn't surprise me if this man had a slick back ponytail at one point. I bet you he did. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh. He was checking middle schoolers into the boards. Oh, dude, I was like, I don't know if that's like a like a bad thing or you know something to be proud of. Did you hear why he okay. did it? Oh, he was proud of that. No, did you hear the reason he gave for doing it? Uh, no, I forgot what it was. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Oh yeah, you were on right. coke. Slamming middle schoolers? Were we even born by this time, or was it still like the 80s? What was it? He got... The team was in the... So the team started playing in 04. So we were around. Oh. Oh, we were around. But when he was coaching middle schoolers and checking them, that was around 04? If AJ was 17 when that happened, it was probably 99. Yeah, no, I wasn't... So, me and Macy I, were around. Yeah. 99, 2000, born. somewhere in there. But, yeah, it still, it still makes sense that he was doing coke, at least from, like, late 80s to early 2000s. So, then we get the first play. Well, 
Brent Gretzky was the first player the Trashers signed. But right. The first player that we get introduced to is uh, brought to AJ by T-Bone here in a shot of him being carried, being taken away in an orange jumpsuit and handcuffs and leg shackles. Oh, is he that guy that's missing that finger? Yeah, Brad Winfield. Was it Wingfield or Winfield? Wingfield, I think. Okay. Uh, The definition of a hockey goon. And I love it. Um, Crazy. Oh, he was. He really was. Uh, Tommy, how did AJ build this team? Did you catch how he did it? What was that? You ever watched Moneyball? No. Yes. You know how, so watch Moneyball, right? Oh, You've seen yeah. The scene? Love that movie. Like, he's cheap, and you know what? Guess what he does? Say it. Gets on base. He gets on base. He did it statistically. Like, he saw patterns and stuff like that, which props to him. Like, 17 years old, like, that's some pretty, like, complex stuff in patterns and stuff. So we get. Uh, meet some other guys that were on the team. Uh, One-Eyed Willie. Uh, oh, I felt bad for that guy. Yeah, I did too. Dude probably had a pretty good shot at the NHL until he lost his eye. Yeah, that was, I I like almost cried because I was like, oh, like, that guy and hoped. Uh, a few other guys get signed, and then... A, the twins. Well, yeah, the twins. And then we get introduced... Oh, the Nigerian Nightmare, right? Yes, Roman Nadur. He played for the Sabres, Rangers, and the Atlanta Thrashers in the NHL. Uh, he was alright. There's a I reason that he was playing was... for the Trashers at this point. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that he was like, I'm Nigerian and my parents want me to... If it was anything on skates, it was going to be figure skating. And I was like, oh... I was like figure skating, which was interesting. Um, we then get introduced to the UHL commissioner Brad Rochelle. Um, <laughs> Tommy, you're gonna get this reference. Macy won't. He reminded me of no, Kevin. Hang on, you ready? No, I told you this. You stole my joke. He looks like Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, like this dude looks like Kevin Sullivan. And he kind of sounded like him. A little bit. <laughs> Dude, he kind of did, though. Which was funny. I'm like, see, I what? can't get the head now. Um, introduced to him, he tells AJ, Tommy, or T-Bone, not Tommy, Tommy. T-Bone and Jimmy, we don't want any funny business. You're trying to be the bad boys of hockey. We don't do that here. What does Jimmy Galante do? Uh, first game of the year tells Brad Wingfield to drop the gloves as soon as the puck's dropped. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yep. Sure. Go ahead. Um. So there is an interesting little factoid here. So there were actually two teams brought into the UHL at the same time. The Trashers were one. They were in the East Division, and in the West. There was a team that played at Kemper Arena here in Kansas City named the Kansas City Outlaws. Um, as well as there was another team that played in St. Charles in the UHL at this time called the Missouri River Otters. So, 
Outlaws would last only one season. The River Otters had been in the league a little bit longer since, I think, 99, and they would fold in 06. So, and then we get introduced to just how brutal this team was at this point. Good lord. I I don't even know if goon's the right word. Because they mentioned it in the doc that they wanted to recreate the 1972 Philadelphia Flyers. The Broadstreet Rollies. Yeah. They, no, they did. Oh, they did all right. I don't remember them saying that. I, don't th- I think that just kind of flew over my head. Could have been. It was, uh, I think it was some T-Bone said. It was either T-Bone oh. or AJ who said it. Um, and then we get introduced to section 102. 102. Holy crap. That is a badass section. I could see Macy in that section. Dude, that was, that was hilarious. That was some, that was some funny stuff. Uh, they had a goal horn that they would just press at the, they were, so section 102 was right above the opposing team bench. Which. Oh. Uh, they that hates me the opposing team. Oh, God. Dude, I, yeah, exactly. I would hate to be, like, be on the bench and then just, you know, just hearing, you might have the blues. I'm like, fuck you, and stuff like all that kind of stuff. Your mother's a whore. <laughs> hearing all that kind of stuff. Uh, anytime there was a fight and the Trashers player won the fight, the fans threw a body bag onto the ice. What? Yeah, oh, God, you missed that? The... I missed that completely. I was probably doing something. Yeah, they threw. A, they would throw body bags on the ice when a player got knocked out. Dang. Fun fact, my job sells body bags, kind of. Okay, moving right along from there. Well, that's okay. Um, The commissioner, Richard Brochelle, says that it was WWE meets Slapshot. That is the perfect way to put it. If we're being honest, that is the perfect way to put this. What this team was. Is it not? No, no, yeah, no, it was. Yeah. Especially the twins, like, immediately reminded me of Slapshot. Yeah. Uh, Winfield gets hurt uh, while playing a game. Bad. I, I thought they were going to be like, I, like when he was describing how it happened, like how he was like pulled back and like, or pushed back and then yanked by his collar. I almost made me feel like he was um, paralyzed. Like it almost gave me like that fear that like, he was going to be like, I'm paralyzed because of it. And I'm be like, oh my God. I thought he did say that, though. Like, no, he, he broke it, his like, leg. Leg. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Galante calls Brad Winfield afterwards and says, We have his address. What do you want to do? Ah! Like, yo. Oh, my God. That was, like, a very big, like, it was It was a very big, oh, shit moment. That no, was, it was a, oh, God. <laughs> oh, got a moment? Like, hey, yo. <laughs> Yo! Oh my god! Like, did he just seriously say this? Like, uh, all throughout this, we're just hearing about how there'd be uh, incentives, let's call them, 
for uh, great plays and such by the team where they'll just get $10,000 for doing something, winning a fight, scoring a game-winning goal, whatever it would be. And uh, so Winfield's hurt. Nigerian Nightmare gets suspended. And then we get probably the most pivotal, pivotal thing to happen in the hockey world in 2004. The NHL lockout begins. Lockout. This sucked as a hockey fan. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Like, a lot. Um, but AJ looks to turn a negative into a positive as he's going after Michael Rupp of the New Jersey Devils. And I just seeing the highlights of those old Devils, dude, God, they were so good. Well, because, like, wasn't it during this time, like, the... These leagues were, like, independent of the NHL, so they could still play. It's the same thing as uh, as the uh, MLB that they're having going on right now with their lockout. The minor leaguers aren't affected by it. Okay, that's... Okay, all right. So. But, yeah, Michael Rupp gets brought in to play for the Trashers. Uh, this is where my notes kind of go... A little bit quiet because they do a lot into the FBI investigation of Jimmy. Yeah, Galante. that was kind of the stuff where I was like, "Yeah, I know it's like kind of like a mob documentary, so like I'm gonna be like seeing a lot of this stuff." So yeah, I just made a lot of notes about hockey itself, uh, and this John Cena came to a Trashers game. No, not not just any John Cena, Doctor of Thugonomics John Cena, United States Champion John Cena. Let me, Holy God. To this spinning disc thing. Oh, that took me back for a moment there, too. When that happened. Is it wrong? I don't like that version of the U.S. title belt. No, I kind of like it, too. But save that for Wayne. Save that for Wayne. Um... Trashers make it to the Colonial Cup final. They lose to the Kalamazoo Wings in the finals. And then the boot falls. The boot falls. The FBI raids uh, Jimmy Galante's trash business and the Trashers as well. And this is where it all falls apart, pretty much. I believe he was also. They were funneling money into... Uh, yeah, it was money laundering. For the Trashers. Which, yikes. That's not great. Yeah, no, that is not a good look. No. No, and it it also, like, had to do, like, with one other mob boss, too. And didn't they say something about a certain mayor was getting paid off by one of them or something? Yeah, another mayor in uh, Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, the corruption was deep. was really deep. Uh, Jimmy Galante got 87 months for everything. Which... Crazy. God. Um, After that, the trashers folded because, I mean, they got caught up in being an illegal... 
uh, business, and they had no more uh, money backing. So, Amani. Uh, AJ then stepped away from the spotlight, I guess you could say. Just started driving a truck for a local company there in Dansbury. Uh, he now owns a boxing club and he promotes boxing matches in Danbury, which I enjoy. I mean, that's pretty good. Well, I I thought it was very interesting and like it kind of made me like happy for him that he did it all by himself. Yeah, from it, it the wasn't daddy's up. money. It wasn't daddy's money. He did it himself. Yeah, that was, that was, like, the coolest thing. I'm like, see, that's... Yeah. Um, Jimmy is now out of jail. Uh, that's where the documentary ends. I do have additional notes here for you uh, that weren't mentioned in the documentary. The Trashers uh, were in the league from only last two seasons, and they lost in the finals each year that they were played. So they played from 04 to 06. The UHL actually folded in 2010. So it's no longer around. And there's only four teams left from the UHL. And those teams are the Evansville Icemen that are now the Jacksonville Icemen, the Fort Wayne Comets, and the Kalamazoo Wings. All three of them are in the ECHL, so they play against the Mavericks. And then the right or the Rockford Ice Hogs uh, are now an AHL team. So, and they are the minor league affiliate for the Chicago Blackhawks. So, just a little interesting note that I had there because I was curious. But yeah, so that that's the story of the Dansbury Trashers. The FBI was wiretapping and. Doing all sort of this stuff the whole time that the Trashers were playing. Uh, hmm. What thoughts of what could have been done or done better in the documentary? Uh, what you would have thought that they could have talked a little bit more about? Um, what's your question? I don't know exactly from my standpoint. Honestly. I would prefer preferred a little bit more of the hockey, a little bit less of what the FBI was doing. Well, I mean, it was, it's kind of like, it was a hockey slash, like, mob documentary. But I feel like half of the documentary was the, a lot of stuff we didn't need to hear about, and they were just repeating as to the FBI investigation. Right. No. See, I could have gone less mob stuff, more, like, hockey I'm in your boat, like... Yeah. Because, I mean, they were good. Oh, they were. They they made it to the finals each year, like I said, but... Alright, out of five, what are we giving this, guys? Same way me and Tommy give match ratings. Uh, you can do point... I'll give it a, you can do point two five, point five, point seven five as well, by the way. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it a solid four. Four? A four for me. Tommy, you're giving it a four as well? Yep. I'm giving it a 4.25. All right. Uh, Macy, what do you have us reviewing next week? Uh, let me just uh, get it up here for a second. 
So it's not sports related, but it is probably one of the most, be- almost the most beloved person that people used to watch. I feel like um, Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. All right, and we will be reviewing that next week here, as we don't have any uh, sports to talk or any football to talk about. So we'll just do that. Uh, it is now time for picks this week. This past week out of the six games that we did, Tommy got four right, Macy got two, and I got five of them right. I'm pissed off. Then again, I was idiotic enough to pick Michigan State last week, so here we are. Yep. Pick better. Look, man, it's Michigan State at home. I thought they were going to pull off the win, okay? Well, they didn't. So... Here we go this week. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, eight games in total. Five from the NCAA, two from the NHL, and actually one from the NBA. What? We have one from the NBA? What? For basketball? We're, we're going to review what? NBA? What? 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 NBA? Talk about bulls. Talk about Grizzlies. Talk about them basketball. Thanks. No response from that. Love you guys. Let's get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy has Destiny 2 to keep playing. Yep. Here, I thought I'd take the campaign would be a couple hours. Would be like a quick, like, couple hours. Nah. I'm still playing it right now. (laughs) Of course. All oh right, God. first game on the list. Number 22, Ohio State, travels to number 15, Illinois. You going with the Buckeyes or the Illini? I'll take the Illini. I'm not going to get burnt on picking uh, Illinois. All right, Macy? Um, I'll do Illinois. I'll be different. No, we all have Illinois. Oh. Oh, I thought he picked the other one. I'm so sorry. No. So you're taking Illinois? Yeah. All right. I have Illinois as well. Clean sweep on Illinois for us. Next game, number six, Kentucky at number 18, Arkansas. Wildcats and Razorbacks. Arkansas. Macy going with the Wildcats. Arkansas? She no. said Arkansas. Hey, Kentucky. Oh. Arkansas. Sorry. Going with the Razorbacks. My bad. No, it's fine. I might have broken up, so. Tommy? I'll take Arkansas. Just their showing out against Auburn just, just really impressed me. Is this game in Arkansas or it Fayetteville? Is, it is in Fayetteville. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Arkansas because they're trying, showing up. I'm trying to do Auburn. my best to hide my accent here. Just say Arkansas. No, doesn't feel right. Uh, I am <laughs> going to go, I actually am going to go with Kentucky here. Uh, they are coming on strong right now. Uh, and it's really getting scared. If I'm Auburn, I'm getting scared. You got Kentucky there, you got Arkansas there, Tennessee, Alabama. I mean, everyone's really breathing down your necks right now. Speaking of Auburn, next game is uh, number three, Auburn, at number 17, Tennessee. 
up in Knoxville. Who do y'all got? What was it? Who was it again? Number three, Auburn at number 17, Tennessee. Auburn. All right, Macy's going with the Tigers. It is in Knoxville, by the way, Tommy. Okay. I mean... I'll, uh, I'll take, I'll take Tennessee. Tommy going with the Volunteers. Auburn looks really out of sorts right now. I don't know what it is. Yes. I'm not picking Auburn's because they just yeah. are sh- right now. I will go with the Volunteers as well. Um, Tennessee is playing really well right now. Uh, besides that slip-up against uh, Kentucky. Next game, number five, Kansas at number 10, Baylor, down in Waco, Texas. Kansas! Yeah, I knew who Macy was going to pick. She's going with the Jayhawks. Hey, quick question. Did they? Uh, did Baylor win last night? Against Oklahoma State? Yeah. They won in overtime? Mm-hmm. This is always such a good game. Oklahoma State clanked the uh, w- game winner. Oh, they lost. I thought they. I thought Baylor won. Yeah, I'm saying Oklahoma State clunked the game winner. Oh, in, oh, 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 as in clunk. Oh yeah. Okay. No wait. No, I know what you're talking about. Uh, a tough one. It is. Baylor's look kind of had a rough stretch here. I know. And here I thought they were gonna, they were going to be like I thought they were going to run away with oh. the Big 12. But after that loss to Alabama, they just haven't been the same. I'll take Man, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to take Kansas. Wow. I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going Kansas at Pains uh, like that, but here we are. Yep. Final college basketball game, number one, Gonzaga at number 23, St. Mary's. Uh, Gonzaga. Why did you put this on the picks? Because there's no other top 25 matchups this week. Gonzaga. I am going with Gonzaga as well. The last game was actually a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be, but Gonzaga came out with the victory. <laughs> NHL time, it's the NHL Stadium Series game in Nashville, Tennessee at Nissan Stadium. Tampa Bay Lightning take on the Nashville Predators. Me and Brock, you already know who we're going to pick, so. Me and Tommy have the Predators. Or at least Tommy does. <laughs> yeah, no, I picked, I, I know. Right there. Yeah. No, I I'm know. sorry, it's Tommy the Predators does. and who? The Lightning. Uh, Lightning. Macy going with the Lightning. Uh, I have to agree with her. As much as I love Nashville, and I'll I'll, be rooting for them. Nashville is struggling right now. They're coming back down to earth. Some key injuries to the lineups kind of hindering them. Next NHL game, New York Rangers at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Battle for the East and pretty much just playoff seating at this point. You said, who is it? Eagles and who? 
New York Rangers and the Pittsburgh oh. Penguins. Oh. Where did you get Eagles from? Yeah, no, how'd you get Eagles from that? Sorry, I thought I misheard something. Y- yeah, you did. Yeah, I know. Um, Rangers? Macy going with the Rangers, Tommy? Bueller. I'll take I'll take the Rangers. Alright. I am going with the Penguins. They are looking really good right now. No, that pick, this picks bite me in the ass and I already know it. That and the Nashville That's pick probably will. Talk. Final game on the docket. Memphis Grizzlies at the Chicago Bulls. Mm. Grizzlies? Alright, Macy going with the Grizzlies here. And DeMar DeRozan has been on an absolute tear. He has. So with that, I'll take the Bulls. Tommy will go with the Bulls. Uh, These are two of the best teams in the NBA right now, by the way. (laughs) Which is like, I'm like... Golden State's here, <laughs> like Phoenix. The, okay, the Knicks are not good. Let's calm down. I said Phoenix. Oh, it sounded like you. It, for me, it sounded like you said the Knicks. No, Phoenix. The Suns. You know, the team with the best record in the NBA right now. The team with only ten losses. Pay DeAndre Ayton, please. They won't. He rejected all offers. I will be going with the Grizzlies. Um, the Grizzlies just look... Honestly, as a Suns fan, I'm scared of the Grizzlies right now. And not Golden State? Okay. No, we've beaten Golden State every time we've played them this year. Not worried. Our our two smalls are better than their two smalls right now, so... Paul and Booker are beating Curry and Thompson. So, to review the picks that we have, number 22, Ohio State versus number 15, Illinois. We are all on the Illini and the Battle of the Illibuck. Ew, just no. That's what it is. Number 6, Kentucky at number 18, Arkansas. I have gone with the Wildcats. Macy and Tommy have gone with the Razorbacks. Number three, Auburn at number ten and number seventeen, Tennessee. Macy has gone with the Tigers. Me and Tommy have gone with the Volunteers. Number five, Kansas at number ten, Baylor. We've all gone with the Jayhawks. Number one, Gonzaga at number twenty-three, St. Mary's. We all have the Zags. Tampa Bay Lightning versus Nashville Predators. Me and Macy have the Lightning. Tommy has the Preds. Rangers and Penguins, me and, or Macy and Tommy have the Rangers, I have the Penguins. Memphis Grizzlies versus Chicago Bulls, me and Macy have the Grizzlies. Tommy has gone with the Bulls. That is picks for this week. May the odds be ever in your favor. Alright, freaking, what is it? Hunger Games. Hunger Games, that's what it was. I was getting there. I know. (laughs) 
Uh, anything else y'all like would like to say before we go to wrap up now? No. No? Nope. You having fun with Destiny 2, Tommy? Yeah, I am. That's it? That's You're not going to give the folks anything else? No. No? Happy Tuesday, everybody. Uh. As we're recording this on February 2nd, February 22nd, 2022. The day of the Witch Queen. Yes, Tommy, the day of the Witch Queen. The what? That's the name of the expansion, the Witch Queen. Oh. Destiny. Space magic. Tommy not wanting to socialize with anybody. Because we're not the Witch Queen. I literally left the house to go get some things at the grocery store, and that's it. And he has to work tomorrow, so he can't play the Witch Queen tomorrow. I don't care. Yeah, you do. You've said it multiple times on this podcast. This is your second job. No, Destiny 2 is my second job. That's what I'm talking about. Destiny 2 is your second job. Hmm. Anyway... Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Big Time Talkers this week. This was episode number... 35! I can't believe we're getting there and doing 40 of these. <clears throat> Sir, me and you are coming up on a full year of doing this again. She's crazy. Damn it. First time me and you did this was in a your car before the Royals oh, Reds yeah. game. Macy's now yelling at her dog. I mean, let's see. It's been a full year. Done, like, Jeez. And it's one of those where it's like, how have we not tried to kill each other yet? Oh, there have been points. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, none that have made it on camera, but... <laughs> there you go. Absolutely yeah. zero in the camera. Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> um... Otherwise, if you... Macy, what do you have coming up for us on CSP this week? Um, let me text my cell phone telephone. Cell phone telephone. <laughs> um, oh, 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 oh. So, Hank the Tank won't stop breaking into California homes. I'm oh, you're so glad you're doing this story. And who may be Hank the Tank? Tis a 500-pound bear. 500-pound black bear. He's yep. a stick boy. <laughs> That's a oh, stick boy, he coming. Oh, oh Lord, Lord, he coming. Oh, he coming. Uh, that's what I have. And also, an update in the music world, if you're into music that I am. Um, Simple Plan, Sum 41, and Set It Off are coming here. Be more specific uh, as to where here is. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. What, what do you mean here? Who? No. What do you mean by here? As in where I am currently? Because I am not in Kansas City right now. No. Here in Kansas City. Okay. Met here in Kansas City. Sorry. Uh, January, February, March, April, May. May 18th. They will be here. All right, then. So that's what you have. Oh, oh go ahead. 
Sorry, that's for all the people who are into punk rock. But, yeah. All right, that is what we have coming up here this week on CSP. Tommy, what do you have? What did we do this past week on We Are Not oh, well, Entertained? An episode of Superstars. Yes, we did. As we always did, we talked about uh, certain people going back to certain companies. Uh, I won't say who went where. I'll just say this. Just go watch it so you can find out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. And uh, what do you have coming up this week on We Are Not Entertained? Because I won't be there. Uh, we'll have the same old, same old. You know, just reviewing superstars. I'll talk about some news and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Tell me going solo this week because I will be in Indianapolis. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. What, Probably that you go both. solo? Probably both. I Having mean, me go solo? I mean, yeah, I've I gone solo before for... Wayne, it's gone just fine. Here's the thing with me. It's different, so it might be a good thing or a bad thing. You don't know. We're going to find out if you can carry a podcast by yourself and see if you and Macy can do a podcast together or something. I don't know. Uh. Uh, other plugs for the channel. We do have... Gone, we have gone back to our roots, folks. We have gone back to the roots of this very channel right here. And we have uploaded... Home run horns for college baseball. Uh, the four that went up this past week was Arkansas, Florida State, LSU, and the University of Tennessee. So all those are up. None of them last more than uh, 32 seconds. So go give those a check. Pretty good. Uh, work de all right. Decent amount of work on that one. Also, the first ever episode of BTT Offline goes live this week. I don't know when that'll be. Maybe Thursday. But that'll be something to behold, because you never know what you're going to get with that anymore, and that's going to be a YouTube exclusive. So if you're listening to this on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to check us out on the YouTubes at youtube.com forward slash Entertainment. Tommy, where can you be found on Twitter? You can be found at dude underscore rex 14. The D and the R are capitalized in my username. Macy, where can people find you? Uh, Macy underscore sheer. The M and the C are both capitalized, I think. Uh, uh, I think it might just be the M. Oh, yeah. I can be found at Brock Gorton 99. Uh, only the B is capitalized in that. I did a deep dive in uh, comparison to the Modern Day Chiefs and the Greatest Show on Turf Rams. Please go give that a look. I did pretty good work with that and pretty extensive research for that. Yeah, you went a little overboard on that dog. I ain't gonna lie. Eh, I did what was pretty accurate for it. I feel yeah, like. But see, highly overboard for it, though. Whatever. Until CSP this Friday. I've been the Engine Brock Orton. I've been the main man, Tommy Ellie. I've been the emo that listens to Screamo, Macy Shear. And until CSP, we'll see you all next time. Be sure to drink water. Peace out, Girl Scouts. <laughs>